All right, we're back. It's 3 p.m. from the NRF show floor. We are in the NVIDIA and Lenovo Innovation Lab. And we are here with our next guest, which is Tracy Benjamin, the, the VP of Retail Sales for Deep North. Tracy, welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Happy to be here. Me too. I, yeah. I, I, I've I, Tracy just told me, and this is the craziest story. We used to work together at The Gap. Well, that's what you said. And Tracy just is talking casually. She's been at like some of the biggest retailers on the planet. And just one story <laughs> after another, I cannot wait to talk to you and, and just find out what you're up to today. So now she's selling retail tech. Now, yeah, she's got all the experience built from years of, of retail expertise. And now we're going to hear about your company, Deep North. Uh, tell us a little bit about the company and your role there. Well, I'd love to. So, and I'm not a sales tech, traditional sales tech person. And it's okay. Neither are we. No. And when we Ro- just play them on TV. Rohan, yes. Our yes. dear founder, yes. Rohan, who should have been here, but because of COVID is not. He's very well missed. But when he approached me, I said, you do know I'm not like the tech sales. He's he said, I know, but you have this operational background. Right. And I am an ops girl through and through. We grew up at the Gap together. Yep, we did. Although we didn't work directly together. We didn't. But it's a great place to go. One floor away. One floor away. A couple of nice art pieces away. That's right, right. Yes. <laughs> always had the best artwork there. A couple of Roy Lichtensteins away. Couple, yes. Yeah, a couple of Warhols. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. Legitimately? Yeah, legitimately. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Wow. walk down the hall and there'd be the Warhol Apple series right there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was wow. pretty cool. Wow. So, um... At any rate, I have been in retail a long time. And so love stores, physical stores, love operations. I've been in merchandise planning as well. So I understand the whole you know, circular uh, way retailers make money from margin on product. I get that. Um, but I'm loving it at Deep North because, and this is what I tell everyone, if that solution had been around when I was running store operations, I would have been all over it. I mean, it's so insightful. It's so like real moment, real action point. So it's not a hard thing to sell. Don't ask me about the platform. I know. <laughs> well, tell us more. Cause so, cause you cut your teeth as a store manager at the gap. Cause I did. that was basically why they brought you to headquarters, right? right? They used to source from the really qualified people in the field. Um, so when you say that, like, tell us what that means. Like when you say, if I had had this, I would have, my job would have been totally different. Like, like what about it would, do you wish you had had? I would have had insights and I can tell you that when I was consulting, which I did for a few years, I did projects that were very similar to consultants that I would hire to do that for me in retail. And that was to literally go out there with like a piece of paper and do hashtags, count people. So like watching people do things. Watching observations. Yeah. And then you turn all that data plus whatever you get from the company and you put it in the largest Excel spreadsheet you can possibly imagine. <laughs> right. And then you churn out this customer journey. And, you know, the, the, and it was very helpful and very useful, but it was a point in time, right. you know, riddled with human error, right? Right. So this is so completely different, but you get the same results plus more. So, you know, in an instant, I would know exactly how many people are in my store. Okay. I would know if there's a line at the cash wrap, how deep is it? I would know if there's abandonment because of that line. Uh, I could determine what the customer's journey was. Did they dwell at the cashmere sweater table or did they pass it by Mm -hmm. did they you know were they attracted to a particular end cap and big box end caps are the end all be all right you know did the customer use the fitting room and did that lead them to a purchase so we can tell what percent of customers had interaction visited the fitting room and then purchased so you can tie that back to sales behavior too you can tie that back to sales data sure 
Cause that, that's always the unlock. I mean, I remember used to talking about that story of the future, like at target, like that to me was the thing, like that's kind of the Holy grail of being yeah. able to see all things being equal, what things people are doing and then how much sales and dollar volume you can attribute to that. Even like so much yeah. as like someone you, who, how valuable is the person that goes and uses the restroom sure. in your store relative to somebody else? That's well, essentially what you're talking about, right? About Ooh, all right. Yeah. Didn't know, I didn't know we were going to go there. All right. You know, you know, McDonald's prided themselves on clean bathrooms. Yes. I mean, I don't know if any of you have been in some of these bathrooms lately. We won't name any names, but they're not so good. Mm-hmm. So you can actually put an alert, you know, like outside the bathroom door and whatever the threshold was. So every 20 customers, the sales oh, right. staff will get an alert and go clean the bathroom, change the toilet paper roll, whatever it needs to be done. You know, those things that people in real lives are very busy. They don't often think about it. So these alerts in any place like a drive through or bathroom management or line management um, are super helpful for people. Well, and they're so critical, too, when you think about people who have made their trip inside the store, who are yeah. actually going in there and making sure that the staff is supporting the, the, the customers right away. And, and it's even little things like the bathroom. You know? well, that, that in and itself itself is a brilliant use case. So I want to make sure because like when I was running the store and, and you probably remember this yeah. from the J crew days too, you know, like you'd go in and check the bathroom and like the every hour on the hour, right. and you'd come in, you do a cursory look, you'd be like, Oh, it's fine. But chances are you, you didn't look very well. Sheet. You sign yeah, the sheet. On the back of the yes, door. Yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, if I remember to do that, but now you're saying like, there's an objective measurement that we're going to use yeah. to define when we go and do that work. So then it yeah. gets done. It's more efficient. You can also probably hold people accountable to doing it too. Sure. I got to imagine. So I think you, when we were talking ahead of this, you said it's also helps to understand where you've allocated your payroll and did people, work in the spots that they were working. So yes, you want to yes. talk about that too? Oh, sure. And, you know, any retailer has done this. I've done it in my career numerous times, uh, but we do have clients that are using the technology to validate that payroll. So, mm. you know, payroll is right up there with rent and merchandise costs. The, the three, it's the trilogy, right? And you have to, you have to just do the best you can with that payroll control. Otherwise, you have to sell more goods. So anyway, we would allocate payroll for the fitting room because we believed, based on some of these earlier studies, that it's those customers that use the fitting room more inclined to make a purchase. So we wanted someone stationed there. We wanted someone stationed as a greeter. Um, and we give them the payroll for it, but we had no way of knowing whether it was actually used for that. So we couldn't even measure the effectiveness of this test for this payroll usage. Now... Uh, we have a client that's doing this right now. They're allocating specific payroll for the fitting room area Interesting. and for the greeter in the front section. And they can tell, you know, their um, supervisor management team would get a, a report saying that that person was in position 90% of the time on Tuesday, or they were in that position from one to two, but then left from, you know, two to five and came back. So they, all those details that, can help that supervisor. And let's face it, those people have a lot of stores to cover these. Days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. Right. I don't know one that a district manager that has any less than 10, 20 stores. So, no, right. You know, they can go, it helps them to manage, it gives them sort of real time information to be able to be actionable in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, not two months later. Right. Because who's going to remember that? But in the moment, pick up the phone or, you know, go investigate if you're the store manager, go check things out. So it's actionable, which, I think is is sort of a, I don't want to say it's a new phase for technology for retail stores, yeah. but you know, there's this, the good old so what test, right? Yeah. And now this technology is actually becoming useful and applicable for stores, which is kind of exciting to me. 
um, you know, you can, it's affordable. You can make decisions. You can get real-time data. Like our data doesn't, we don't interface with the store at all. I mean, once you start talking about like a modification on the register or integrating with mm-hmm. right right no like no sorry yeah, no. <laughs> not this decade <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is such an easy solution we you know we use existing cameras okay there's gonna ask you that not the additional cost of that um we put a server in every store that can handle usually up to 40 cameras okay that server takes the the video from the cameras turns it into metadata shoots it to the cloud sends it over to our ai platform we process it with analytics and results back at the client in real time. So, I mean, it's like that would never happen in the old world. Right. And it's not that expensive. So you're actually able to put it in your stores and use it for in and out traffic counting and conversion and all that stuff that we all do, but then everything else. So we've talked a lot about, you know, the front part of the store, which is so important to driving sales, but there's also in bigger boxes, there's back of the house operations, mm-hmm. Um, safety compliance. So it extends back there to safety yeah, and compliance sure. too. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I'm, I, we, we do hear so much of the, what's happening in the front of house with all this technology, but how is this helping retailers in back of house? Well, it can, you can use this anywhere. It just depends what's important to your organization. Um, so it, it has, it has uses both front back of house and curbside pickup on my dad, but for back of house, it's like, you know, are they, if they have heavy equipment, you know, are they following OSHA regulations? Right. Are they, are they being safe? Do they have the right footwear and headwear on? Um, are, you know, the yellow lines, you're supposed to keep right. it between the lines. Are they keeping it between the lines? Um, we're actually doing a project for uh, a large warehouse right now, and they're trying to determine the pattern that is most commonly used. So we're doing heat mm. mapping and arrow placement there. Mm. And they're, they're going to take that information and then create a more effective layout for their stores, uh, one that's safe and effective. So it looks like there's a lot of double backing, tracking, going around things to get. Yeah, right. so it's, it's actually very fascinating. And then curbside pickup, as I mentioned. Curbside pickup, that's got to explode it for you guys. Topic right now. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's with the best of intentions that these retailers have launched it, but sometimes without the back end knowledge, you don't you're not really creating a great customer experience. So we're helping them to do that. And just retailers too, or QSR, do you guys get into that QSR, space at all sure. as drive, well? Drive through. We do a lot of work in QSRs. You know, the Q stands for quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they want it to be quick and they want it to be efficient. So we do a lot of that sort of management going through the line, how many cars are in line. Um, and there's an alert that goes off that might put more staff on curbside pickup you know they can see what kind of car it is identify the car, identify the car versus the person the purchase yeah um and just speed that whole process up you can actually see if you know someone does a curbside pickup do they then go in the store interesting correlate that back that's awesome back so um it's highly valuable it yeah. is highly valuable and you know giving retailers the picture of their in-store shopper that they have online and how to figure out how to kind that's of exactly correlate right. together yeah the, that's the, well said. the story about the back room cracks me up because i remember when i was a district manager walking back into a store one time and the guy was had literally scaled with his own hands the, the whole shelving oh, yeah. rack yeah and i walk, i walked back i'm like what are you doing and oh, I, like, I remember climbing it I, in like oh. j crew suede like, loafers i'm like dude like, you get a get red visit blazer. on this store yeah, yeah but yeah. And, and i believe those were rolling shelves right oh, yeah. they definitely were couldn't have been anything more dangerous to do and the guy's like yeah. what but anyway so like yes that is very needed um 
So what, what big clients are you guys working with right now? Um, well, big clients, we have Home Depot. They're actually, oh, wow. they're that's, an investor too. That's a pretty, they're investor too. That's yeah. a pretty big company. They're, they're certainly excited about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so imagine. we're doing a lot of, I can't go into the details of the things that we're doing there, but they're excited about it. We're doing a lot of work. We're working with Ralph Lauren. So we go from big box to luxury. Wow. Ralph's a great customer. I okay. mean, they just, they're delightful to work with. And so they have different use cases than, you know, obviously Home Depot would. Sure. Um, but they're finding that information very actionable and valuable. Um, as I said, we're, and we're also, you know, international. So we have um, like a convenience store market in the Middle East. Mm. We have a lot of grocery in Europe. Um, okay. We have grocery in the U.S. too. Grocery is actually an interesting place to oh, have them kind of sure. analytics, and they typically, as I said, have existing cameras. So, especially I mean, for the operation side yeah, of things, that's, yeah, that's the light lift. If you have the cameras in, it's really it's a plug and go almost. Got it, got it. And what type, what partners you like? How does Nvidia and Lenovo help you with what you guys are doing day in and day out? Well, that's part of the platform yep. uh, where the analysis takes place, and they've been great partners, um, providing you know technology that we can rely on and our partners, our clients can rely on. So super proud of that relationship. And um, they've been with us for, you know, hand in hand for a while. So yeah, right. How long have you guys been in business? About four years. Oh, wow. Four, okay. just four years. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's some pretty good clients in just four years. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say outside of retail, you know, it's a, it really does cover a lot of different industries. And I won't go into detail, but retail right now is like our biggest opportunity because retailers are just dying for this knowledge yeah. that that you've had with e-commerce transactions for a long time now. Right, mm -hmm. right. Like, you know, you follow the clicks, you know exactly where that customer has been, you know, when they come back. So this is providing that insight to retailers, but we also do work with an airline, believe it or not, warehouse I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different crossover industries that find the technology very helpful and useful. And of course, they use it for different things. But. Yeah, I feel like every every company we're talking to today is in this computer vision space, the AI space. I mean, you know, we've been hypothesizing that it's getting going to get big here pretty quick. I think this is proof positive, at least from the interviews we're conducting today, that that's going to happen. And yeah. So, yes. Well, Tracy, thanks for being with us today. My pleasure. Tracy Benjamin, the VP of retail sales for Deep North. Um, can, if people want to get in touch with you, learn more about Deep North, maybe get in touch with you at the show, where should they go? I know you're man in the booth by yourself, I think you said too, I right? I am. I mean, um, deepnorth.com actually has some really good information. Um, just reach out there. and. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks right. for being with us. Thanks Thank for you. taking me out and walk you. down memory lane yeah, today with the gap. Yeah. That was great. For everyone watching, we'll be back at four o'clock. Continuing this conversation on computer vision and the checkout free spaces next time. As always, be careful out there. And thanks to Lenovo and NVIDIA as well.